Money Show. Shapeshifters. Ismail, Ismail being overshadowed. Overshadowed. I mean, you, you, you're a shapeshifter, Ismail. You are. Honestly, you are. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a historic day. I mean, do you watch American politics much? Is it something that um, interests and excites you at all? I do. Hi, Bruce. Good evening, listeners. Yeah, I definitely. I think uh, with especially with Donald Trump as president, uh, it was quite entertaining. So it was definitely <laughs> worth following. It's entertaining, like pulling your own fingernails out is entertaining. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you, would, you wouldn't insure me um, now that I've made that disclosure. Ismail Ismail is Managing Director at Compass Insure, been Finance Director at Compass Insure uh, for the better part of the last decade. He joined the company in 2011. He started as a Technical Finance Manager, became the Financial Director in January 2017, and now as Managing Director of uh, of the business compass insurer not very well known from in a retail market but you are owned by one of the biggest reinsurance companies in the world called hanover re ismail that's correct so i think our business model is uh slightly different from obviously the conventional i think we work mainly with uh or we do work mainly with umas and insurtechs and uh, that's obviously that's what differentiates us is that um, we obviously work with like-minded entrepreneurs who have a specific expertise in the insurance sector. Uh, and that's where we come up with the name, obviously, Compass Insurer, Specialist Insurer. Okay. So, I mean, where, where, your background, I mean, you, you studied at UNISA, um, you became a chartered accountant, you worked at KPMG, um, did your articles at KPMG, um, and, and before it went bad. Um, and then um, you, you, joined, you, you joined Compass Insure fairly soon after KPMG. Immediately. Immediately. You were running screaming from that. auditing, were you? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was never going to be. Uh, I didn't have order to blood in me. It was not something I wanted to pursue. Uh, and uh, yeah, an opportunity came up. Uh, at that time, the MD of Compass approached me and said, "Would you be interested in joining?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And like any <laughs> uh, new chartered accountant out in the market, I tell everybody the story. You think to yourself, uh, "It's going to be a two-year stint." And then I'm moving on to the, obviously, the next best thing. And obviously, I've got friends who've done that. Uh, but 10 years later, uh, it's been, they've been good to me. Why didn't you move? Why, why did you change plans? There was, there was a lot going on in the business at the time. And there was a lot of learnings that were coming out of the business. And uh, you, you, I knew, I mean, I, you knew, I knew early that... Uh, this is the right company. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, this, while, while the company is great, the people I work with and for are even more incredible. And I think that's what, uh, what kept not only me around, that's what keeps most of us around. Well, I mean, is, if you'd been asked by your career's guidance teacher at school, um, what do you want to be one day, um, would insurance salesmen have been at the top of your list? Without a doubt, no. I mean, I think uh, you get into, uh, you speak to anybody who gets into insurance and you get into insurance by mistake. And I mean, I'll take you back um, to my first day in articles. You know, you obviously, you, when you get, you get there, you apply for financial services because you think uh, banking is cool, the way you see the, the way they look in their suits and things like that there. And uh, on my first day, I got allocated uh, to an insurance client, big, the big green machine. And um, we obviously that time they were still in town. And on day one, uh, we ended up coming home at uh, 11 o'clock at night. 
And uh, I thought to myself, what have I done? Is this what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life? Because, you know, as a, as a new, new article clerk, you know, we get the menial work. And they said, no, no, you just need to photocopy and you need to, I mean, you don't, you don't understand what cross and crosscast is, but luckily you're taking a calculator and you're just adding up spreadsheets. And I thought, okay, this is the rest of, this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. And no one told me this. And yeah, and it's it's a great horrible bump with a, a sort of collapse into reality uh, of of what you've set yourself up for. I mean, the the fact that you've made this transition into insurance, and once you spend a decade in an industry, I think it's fairly hard to break out of it. Do you see this as uh, your your career? Is insurance is going to be your career? Yeah, I think it's been very rewarding. I think as the industry changes, I mean, you, you change uh, and you adapt to to it as well. I mean. Obviously, opportunities do arise, but I can't. I can't see myself moving out of the industry. As I said, it's been uh, it's been very good to me. And uh, yeah, what was it like um, getting the top job? Um, your your predecessor, um, <laughs> Paul Carrigo, uh, went to go and work for Hanover Re in Canada, so he got himself a nice global job. Um, and um, was it a natural succession? Um, well, they obviously. I had to apply for the job. It wasn't just a natural succession. There were other candidates uh, who applied for the job as well. Um, but I, I think overall, I, I mean, I spent a lot of time in the business from ground up. So I think I was fortunate to see the business to go through the various phases from the time we started in the business. Um, I mean, when we started in the business, it was, it was tough times. And uh, I, I grew personally and uh, I, I saw the business grow as well. And uh, for me, it was it, it was very rewarding because from a learning point of view, you, you continued learning every day. You know, you think you come out of articles or you think you're a qualified CA, you, you know it all, and then you realize you know nothing. Uh, business in the real world is completely different uh, from what you expect it to be. Absolutely. Ismail Ismail, Manager Director at Compass Insurance. Tonight, Shapeshifter. More with Ismail in a moment. John Perlman. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6. Everybody who's talking about this initiative led by the president is talking about how critical it is that the private sector, be it medical aids, be it healthcare providers, there is to be a major national effort that involves more than government. How much does that complicate the points of access for the private sector? I don't think what we need at the moment is an army of volunteers all offering services. What we need is people to listen and when we're asked for assistance, we need to be ready to provide it. Professor Mike Muller, Professor at the Witt School of Governance. John Three to six on 702. For 45 years, Morningside Dispensary has always found a way to be here for you. And no matter what's going on in the world, we remain steadfast. COVID-19 may have temporarily changed our extended hours, but this pharmacy is still making it happen. Now, you can email your orders and doctor's prescriptions to scripts at morningsidedispensary.co.za with delivery on request. Morningside Dispensary, The Wedge. Lockdown hours, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. Instead of wheeling your car and getting a great price, you were pressured by those other guys into taking their first offer. Now your wife doesn't even trust you to negotiate the kid's bedtime. Neither do the kids. Face it, selling your car sucks. Rather wheelie it. Simply load your car into wheelie and let thousands of dealers fight for it. Because your car is worth more. And so is your beauty sleep. That's wheelie.co.za. It's simple, fast and safe. Don't just sell your car. Wheelie it. 
The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield is brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking with secure cash management solutions for ultimate efficiency. That's Africanacity. APSA is a registered FSP. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Kamala Harris and her husband have just shown the pensers to the farewell vehicle. Um, and I suppose one of the great advantages of uh, being a politician in the time of COVID and wearing a mask is that you can gossip to each other as a husband and wife and, and nobody will ever be able to lip-read you. Lots of politicians have been bust gossiping about each other um, from lip-readers, but uh, masks have got that advantage. Nobody can lip-read you, so you can uh, say anything you like as long as there are no microphones anywhere nearby. Um, but yeah, history being made in the United States this evening. Ismail Ismail, Managing Director at Compass Insure. What's wrong with insurance? There's a question for you, Ismail. What's wrong with insurance? Mm. That's, that's an interesting question. I mean, personally, I think when you're in insurance, you don't see what's wrong with insurance. I think it's when you have a claim. Unfortunately, you sometimes see what's I mean, people always ask, anyone personally sometimes, uh, why will they not uh, obviously uh, pay out? Um, I mean, it's, again, there can be a whole host of factors um, that need to be considered. I mean, are you adequately covered uh, and things like that there? But uh, I mean, I think insurance overall is a is a great business. Um, of course, you guys just say that because you're in it. Um, but, but, but you you can't surely, as an executive within an industry that comes under as much criticism as it does, not see its flaws and want to correct some of those flaws. Sure. I mean, I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, obviously, you you're talking now. You're going towards. Uh, what has happened recently in the last year on the BI claims. For example. And I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we, and, and obviously I'm talking for, for Compass here. Uh, I mean, we've definitely had our fair share of uh, BF, BI claims. I mean, we Business interruption. To, Sorry, it's about, we're talking about yeah. business interruption insurance, which has been massively controversial because many in the insurance industry, of course, have pushed back against paying claims because companies, uh, the, the reinsurance companies, um, sort of uh, have been, you know, sort of held held a gun to their heads, perhaps, and have said to them, well, you know, if you pay the claims, there's no guarantee that we are going to back you. Um, and so there's, you know, there's had to be legal precedence, uh, precedent set. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, for, for us at Compass Insure, the approach has been different. I mean, we've definitely, like I said, have had some uh, business interruption claims. We've reached out quite early to those policyholders and we've settled the majority of those claims to date before even went to court. Um, why uh, were, did you feel able to do so? Where large players, the sometimes of the world, have had to take the battle, um, the battle to the courts? I mean, we, we were not that heavily exposed and we were in a good opportunity to do this here. I mean, it's not something... Uh, that to, and, and we obviously had internal discussions in terms of uh, whether we would look to settle or not. And uh, the discussions came out that it is the right thing to do. And uh, that, that was our approach from the beginning. And, and, and Hanover Ree, your, your, your controlling shareholder, were 100% supportive of you in that action. Yeah, I think from a Hanover Re point of view, they're committed and they are a supportive shareholder. I mean, at the end of the day, Hanover Re has always respected uh, boundaries and mandate in terms of what uh, Compass Insure, uh, as we as insurer do. Um, have they been as supportive as Hanover Re of other insurance that they may have been underwriters of? 
honestly, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm not privy to that information. Okay. But, I mean, you've not had any gossip around the water cooler. Um, um, uh, uh, um, <laughs> Unfortunately, in, no in water terms of Hanover in COVID, uh, yeah, No water coolers in COVID. No. I mean, what is, how hard has that been, by the way? I mean, we kind of take this sort of remote working and working from home and the, the multiple ways in which we're working as a foregone conclusion nowadays. But it's, it's a hard thing to do, and particularly as a new leader within an organization where the world has turned on its head, uh, to be you know, affirming and, and dictating the way things should work into the future. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, you know, in real estate, they say it's all about uh, location, location, location. Uh, in leadership at the moment uh, with COVID, it's about communication, communication, communication. And it's obviously, uh, we're a small team. I think there's, uh, I mean, not, not I think, I know there's a 24 5 set campus in Shore, so obviously the communication is quite it's quite easy for us to communicate uh, with our team. It's quite com- easy for us to communicate on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so, so I think that obviously, I mean, when, when COVID hit, um, it was decided, uh, uh, I mean, Hanover locally as well as uh, Cumbers in Shore, before the lockdown hit, uh, we closed our offices two weeks before. And obviously I had my reservations in terms of uh, how would this new work-from-home environment work. And I, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, the team... Uh, the Compass Insure staff, our business partners. Um, it was unbelievable the way everybody came together, how everybody made things work. I mean, we were fortunate enough in this uh, last year to take on a new business partner in lockdown. Uh, and at the same time, over the last year, we've recruited over five people uh, during during COVID time. So, we, I mean, we've uh, what I've seen from our business, it's a very resilient business. And overall, uh, we've been very fortunate as Compass Insure. Um, what do you? What are your ambitions for Compass Insure? I mean, it's it's a small team, it's a small operation, it's not particularly well known in South Africa. Do you have big, hairy, audacious goals? I mean, I think we're always looking at uh, big. It's, it's always nice to have big, hairy, audacious goals. I mean, I think for the future of Compass, one of the things we always talk about is inviting possibility growth. I mean, inviting more people to partnerships. I think maybe some may not know, but I think uh, our existing partners on average, our our specialist business partners on average, have been with us 12 to 13 years. Um, And I think uh, the other thing in terms of a big, hairy, audacious goal will be a continued investment in digital innovation. Uh, And at the same time, uh, for us, uh, I mean, partnering with uh, incumbents in the insurtech space. I mean, insurance, uh, as you know, is an expensive business. We provide the capital to the incumbents, and uh, at the same time, they then provide the innovation back to us via these young, new entrepreneurs that are coming into the market. What, what do you see as the... the, the I mean, I'm not the, sure if you've heard... Carry on, sorry. I, I'm not sure if you've heard of, uh, I mean, one of the... As Compass Insure, uh, one of the products that we've launched... Um, with, uh, it's, it's called Investro. I mean, obviously, uh, you may have heard of it. And basically, this is where we're protecting the average person investing in your top 40 JSC index, uh, where, we, where we protect against management fraud. And these are allegations such as um, fraud and bribery or accounting scandals. So basically, I mean, what, what happens what there is... Um, what a complete waste of money that would be. I mean, what are the chances of that ever happening in South Africa, Ismail? I mean, <laughs> insuring against fraud and accounting scandals. Is, is this where your experience at, at KPMG comes to the fore? I mean, that was your training ground. Right? 
Yeah, it was my training ground. I mean, and, you, and we've seen it, and you know this. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to mention the company's names, but uh, I think the expectation I mean, for and others, of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, so, so it, there's always a need for this type of product. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, with all the rules and governance and guidance in the world and oversight and everything else, the crooks are going to be crooks. And to be able to ensure against that sort of activity is interesting. I mean, it, 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 it truly is an interesting. Is there much sort of interest in it? Is it institutional interest? I can't imagine individuals being able to afford that kind of insurance, however much they might think it is important. Um, it's relatively cheap. I mean, if you, I mean, to maybe your listeners, if you go to investor.co.za, the investor team have a fantastic video that they've put together. I mean, from a costing point of view, it costs uh, 0.6 cents, 0.6% of your of your insurable items. So obviously, if you buy shares at 100 rand, 0.6%, which is not much per share. Yeah, and that's your an annual issue. premium. It's not even a monthly premium. Mm. No, but it's an interesting prospect, and that's why the world of insurance is so interesting, and that's why the world of insurance is so enticing. Ismail, Ismail, thank you for joining us. Managing Director at Compass Insure this evening uh, for telling us a tale all about insurance and also giving us some insight into your personal story this evening. Well, no big changes in stock markets uh, this evening as Joe Biden has been sworn in as president of the United States, promising to be a president for all Americans, promising to fight terrorism, particularly domestic terrorism, following the attacks on the U.S. Capitol. Um, And the formal events of the day are over and he gets time now. Um, on his new Twitter account, at POTUS, President Biden. No time to waste when it comes to tackle the crises we face. That's why today I'm heading to the Oval Office to get right to work delivering bold action and immediate relief for American families, hinting at the stimulus, of course, which he has been promising, um, and also undoing some of the more negative aspects of the Trump administration. But yeah, U.S. markets in positive territory. The Dow up uh, three quarters of a percent. The S&P 500 is strong this evening. Um, The U.S. dollar softening. International currencies weakening. Um, The RAND is benefiting 14.90 to the U.S. dollar, um, around 18 to the euro and 20.33 to the pound. That is where we leave it on this historic evening. Thank you very much for joining us. Until next time, bye-bye.